to Article 23, the podcast all about making work work. Um, I'm Rhonda Brighton-Hall. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Moi Making Work Absolutely Human. And normally when we do this podcast, which we've been doing for a long time now, we talk about work and we talk to experts who also talk about work because <laughs> we're a little bit obsessed by the topic. Um, and so it's actually quite a unique little series we're doing right now. By request, we're actually introducing our community uh, to the Moi team and sort of get up close and personal with each person in the team and find out their views on things that we normally ask other people's views on. So second cab off the rank in this series is Sally Wolford. I'm delighted to have Sally Wolford with, with me here today. Welcome, Sally. Thanks, Rhonda. Absolutely fantastic to be here today. It is really nice. It's nice to be on this side, isn't it? Where you're like, I'm not used to playing the interviewer part and <laughs> we're used to asking other people. So it's actually quite good fun to ask you these questions and I'm looking forward to your answers. Now, you've got a fantastic CV. Um, you joined moi earlier this year um, and your CV has got the most amazing emergency services, massive change and transformation, deep DNI, deep culture, deep leadership. So you've got a really unique CV across both the UK and also in Australia. Tell us a little bit about your, your CV from your side. Uh, I guess um, I've, I've always somehow gone into sectors or areas that seem to be largely male dominated yep. <laughs> and need significant <laughs> change efforts in there. Um, I, I absolutely have gone from road safety, child protection, defence, emergency services, and amongst all of that has been the change to cultural reform. From my side of the fence, I uh, took every opportunity that came up to do something slightly different. Um, and it's only now when I look backwards that I realise actually what a varied career so far. Um, yeah. Maybe moi is that stable moment for a bit. <laughs> and I get to do it on the other side of the fence for a while. <laughs> it's a serious career. It's one of those careers where there's like no lighthearted moments in that. There's like really <laughs> no. serious work for really serious people doing really serious work in the community. So we are absolutely thrilled and the impact that you've already had in our business in terms of particularly your ability on culture change transformation has been just a joy to be around. We're learning lots, even though all of us have done a lot of that work, you've got a different angle to it that we think is really fantastic. So first question, as everybody who knows us, we always ask people to describe themselves in three words. Your three words, Sally. Energizer. Um, I love ramping energy up and excitement. Yep. I like just bring all those people along with us and actually that aren't quite as energized perhaps as us and bring them up. And so let's get excited about what we're going to do. Um, the other one is sunshine. So I don't think you can grow in the shade. You have to have a bit of sunshine in your life. Um, so I, I, I think I exude the sunshine to others along the way. Um, I'm sure you, you do. do. I, I and and take that out to our clients as well now. So <laughs> I can match for that. You're absolutely a delight to be on any Zoom call, any phone call. You just joyous. I'm always the smiler on the Zoom calls. <laughs> yeah, often, often with an Adelaide Crows venue, but that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> um, and probably practical is the other words for me. Um, I absolutely believe we, you've got to reach for those stars. But if you don't build your space shuttle to get to those stars, then you've got to have something practical in amongst all this to help people to get to that point in time. So that's can really absolutely nice. go That's here to strategic, but I always come back to what are practical steps to get there. Yeah. So, yeah. That's very true. And you see, you're doing that. You're very good at saying, okay, that's a big idea. Here's the four things we're going to need to do to get to that. And then you deliver it. So you're also extremely driven to get through that, which is your energy all the time. 
let's talk about your really big ambition. Like if you could do anything in your working life, what would you really love to achieve? Uh, this is a this is a really cool question because I have always wanted to just have some kind of positive impact on people. So when I go back through my entire career, every single thing that I've done has had some positive impact on a community, on people's lives. So when I went all the way back to my first role in road safety, yep. and I was one of those dreaded people in the speed camera office that you know everyone would abuse. Um, the fact was we introduced some things that saved lives. So it was good to see that actually come to fruition. Um, emergency services and child protection, it's all about lives, community, and actually making things better. Um, and in the moi field now, it's about helping our clients to do that. So it's, a, it's always been about what's the impact on people. On a, a personal level, I love mentoring people. Like I like to see, yeah. um, often younger people and really pull out their talents and skills and actually help guide them a little bit. It, I, I don't know, I get a kick out seeing someone succeed. And so I really enjoy doing that, um, that um, mentoring and just really coaching them to, to figure out where they want to go in their path in their life yeah. um, and helping get there. And I've got three fantastic people at the moment that are going to go great guns. They're yeah. going to be thriving, but I'm just helping them to navigate that journey. So they're my ambitions, I think. They're really, they're really nice ambitions. I think even in that last one, when you're mentoring people and you see what they needed or what was able to support them to get that step ahead or step into where they want to do and what they want to do with their lives, you also start to see patterns, don't you? And you start to go, okay, that's the thing that we need to do for lots of people. So yeah. I think there's lots of good lessons. You'll always learn just as much when you're mentoring people as from them or for them, don't you? Yeah, and you, and you also realise from your perspective the things that you wish you'd had in a mentor <laughs> in yeah, your early part of a career. And I have to think, oh, I'm going to do that for someone else because I didn't get that. And I think that would be really useful. So, yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. <laughs> absolutely the truth. Let's, let's move from that ambition across into leadership. Now, you've worked in all sorts of contexts, different countries. Um, what's the biggest lessons you've learned about what makes a great leader? So what makes a great leader and what lessons did you learn to get to that? Uh, great leader um, great leaders actively listen and they really listen with intent so they're not just pretending to listen they're actually yeah. listening to you to your viewpoints one of the very best um, leaders that I had he would always pitch some new idea or a new change to us could give us free time to actually express what we thought about that and then he'd formulate what we were going to do and we always came out of that room as a consolidated team or as a consolidated individuals saying that's the way forward irrespective but because we were allowed to have our viewpoint and he actually listened to that it yeah. was really really good the other one is somebody that's empowering yeah. um, if you don't empower the people below you then really you're just a, a leader that sits at this top echelon that's not really taking anyone else on that journey for that organization um, yeah. The very, very best ones that I've had basically help you to become stronger in your weak areas and try to untap your potential. That, that's, that's really, really good. And generosity, being generous with your time. You know, there's a lot of people that say that they have open door policies, but those people that really <laughs> do are actually generous with their time and they're really actually helpful for you. They give you their advice and insights and they definitely don't think that whole knowledge is power business. If so, you can encourage, that's the best way. 
Yeah, they're, they're really beautiful three things. So the actively listening in a really great way, empowering people, and also that generosity and being accessible to people. Um, if you look back across your leaders in your lifetime, what percentage of people do you reckon you've worked with that you would describe as good leaders? Ooh, I reckon there are four in my career. And they may not necessarily have been the ones that I necessarily reported to either. <laughs> so sometimes who you report to and who's the actual really good leader can be in a completely different vein. Yeah. Um, I reckon percentage-wise, probably more than less, but I think I've been very lucky. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think some of it comes down to luck. Yeah. And, when, and you know when you've got a good one, you can get a lot of good stuff done. You can grow. It really has a massive impact, doesn't it, on the work and on yourself longer yeah. term. And the broader team, absolutely, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a very topical question right now, and I know you've been talking about this a lot because you've, you've done some fantastic work on, obviously your work on flexibility is well known, but you've taken what it, where does it go from here? Um, through your personal experience and your work, your, your deep expertise, adding all that together, do you think COVID-19 will slow down or speed up our progress on creating a better future of work from here on in? I'm, I'm going to sit on the fence. I think it's a mixture. <laughs> okay, so bear with me. <laughs> um, diversity and inclusion, I, I fear it will slow down. I think we are starting to see um, some gendered aspects because of COVID-19 and some mm. age aspects that aren't necessarily truly inclusive. I think we're starting to see traineeships, apprenticeships sort of slow or completely stop which means that some of the younger people, the graduates just aren't getting into the workplace. Mm -hmm. And equally, I think there's an element in amongst this where we're starting to see older people who may be nearing retirement age, but not quite ready, being yeah. um, maneuvered out a little bit earlier than they perhaps wanted. Yeah. Um, yeah there's a bit of a bias somewhere amongst this. But on a really positive note, and because I love flexible work, <laughs> uh, we, we would... We all had to just work remotely. There's many of us that suddenly had to work remotely. And for some organisations that, that have been sort of lagging in why, why should we work remotely, it has been a huge, huge upward um, escalation in the numbers. And many managed to transition about 700 people in two weeks in one organisation yeah. I know out working remotely. Yeah. It was un unheard of. Um, and I so I think we're really going to see that continue to keep ramped up. The other real key aspect amongst this is that um, empathy, like yep. a huge amount of empathy. And that is so important for the future of work about people, individuals. That is at, probably at its highest. I think we've ever seen it. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things I'd really love to see us keep going with. Um, yeah. I love that summary. So you're sort of saying big step forward for flexible work. Big step forward for empathy because we're getting to know each other so well and understand and care about other people. That's really cool. And then the flip side of it is we're watching it being gender, has a gender bias and also has a bias against young and old. So yeah. we just have this middle group working, which is okay for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It'll be boring. You'll just be hanging around with people like <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we could end up looking all the same we'll all end up looking the same remote working now so hopefully I'm, hope, I'm hopeful that we've got this great momentum and if yeah. we can just tweak around the edges yeah. right now and really yeah. seize these opportunities I reckon the momentum is, is 
astronomical for what we actually could do right now. Cool. So that's an optimistic end to it. Yes. Um, let me ask you a more personal question. So more personally, what's the work you've done in your life that you're most proud of doing or doing now or excited about doing now? What is that work? I, I, I've always had, I think, several key moments in each role that I'm proud of. So if I go all the way back to being in the UK and I was in the police organisation with speed cameras, you know, people are probably going to kill me now when they see me on the street. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I established a driver awareness scheme. So from the ground up to bring people in to um, learn about road safety and hazard perception again. Again, my altruistic let's save lives came out um, and shifted that focus from just enforcement, enforcement back into education. So I'm really proud because we managed to achieve the whole program, set up an establishment in one year and make it cost neutral, which is exactly what we needed to do. Yep. Um, the second one was emergency warning technologies and call centres that I've actually rolled out uh, South Australia wide. Um, and one of those things is an overflow call centre that when we implemented the, the technology and the back end of this, in, I think it would be about 12 years ago, we said one day there's going to be an incident that we're going to need this for. And we don't really know what that incident is. Well, COVID-19 <laughs> has become that incident. Yeah. So the technology and the call center functionality and all the people and all the training that we built from piece of paper uh, has been working throughout this whole time. So um, I'm really, really proud to have seen that. Um, the other one is and probably the primary one most recently was Project Equitus at SA Police. Um, yeah, that was fantastic. That, that was the most challenging project probably ever when the Equal Opportunity Commission had gone in and found quite high levels of sex discrimination, harassment and predatory behaviour and gave us a whole suite of people-orientated recommendations to roll out. Um, huge challenge. I absolutely loved it because it, it was one of those really meaty, tricky challenges um, that we transformed the whole really culture of the organization. Yeah. It, it wasn't a checkbox activity. Um, mm. Lots of people said, let's just tick this, it's a policy and move on. We actually completely fundamentally overhauled many, many practices in the organization. Um, probably the common aspect across all those is challenge. And I love challenge. Um, I, I think if someone, whenever I enter one of these projects that quite often people, no one else wants to touch, um, I, they always say it's impossible. <laughs> so as soon as someone says something to me, that's impossible. That's it. Like I want to make it possible. You run it. Yeah, it absolutely. And I, I love it and I thrive in that. So when you I get really, problems, I love When there's that. a really complicated problem, you do have a really good way of getting to the hub of, okay, this is the first thing to solve. This is the second thing to solve. Like it's actually, it's nice. It's not, it makes big problems not as overwhelming. So I can yeah. see that that's been thematically through your career. Your never MO. eat an elephant never eat an elephant whole that's what they say <laughs> take it down into yeah. pieces <laughs> yeah that's very true um any final thoughts from you um yeah i i i've never had a career path mapped out and and in hindsight uh, you know I, I wonder i went and did psychology and i always thought oh maybe i should have done org psychology and i and, and in a weird roundabout way i've ended up there with moi yeah um, but i i final thoughts for me really are take every opportunity that presents itself because you never know what that next step is going to be and quite often 
it's going to feel uncomfortable at first. Take the challenge because it will make you grow. And I think that's the key things that I've always done in my life, taking a few yep. risks yep. and just Grabbed see it. where that challenge takes you. Yeah. You've, um, I think you're absolutely the right person. You're setting up our third one office, which is based in Adelaide and already just in the first, what is it, four months now? Yeah. Yeah. You've done a phenomenal job in impossible circumstances. So I think that that's another example <laughs> of like, it's not just resilience, it's like resilience, optimism, persistence on steroids, which is <laughs> fantastic. It's just joyful to work with you and we're thrilled to have you as part of the team. It's nice to hear your background and the work that you've done because it very thematically is those big, big, big challenges. So thank you so much for sharing that and being so open and honest with things. I really appreciate that and I think it will get people to understand so the depth of what you bring to this team is just so good. Um, we do love hearing from the experts and the people, but it is a pleasure to work alongside deep experts as well. So closing this podcast with a big moi from us and a mini announcement. Sally is already doing some phenomenal work um, on culture and leadership and changing over big transformation, particularly in the DNI space, but also much more broadly. And you'll see more of that work coming to life as she goes forward with us. So uh, look forward to seeing that. Watch this space. Uh, if you'd like to be get our weekly newsletter that comes out on Fridays, please let us know. Just uh, it's on our website www.moi.live, uh, or you can write to us at team at moi.mwah.live. And we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you very much. Big more from us. Thanks.